Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number 12, Limiting Beliefs and How They're Holding Us Back. Every single one of us has limiting beliefs on some level or another. Today, I'm going to discuss with you the limiting beliefs that I get messaged about each and every single day. My hope with this episode is that it will free you from the anchor of believing that those are your internalized truth and you'll be able to shrug them off as a belief of the past and move forward stronger and more empowered than before. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically? I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. As I mentioned in the intro, I'm not immune from limiting beliefs, especially when I started off my business color resale with no business background. I was inundated with limiting beliefs. It felt like a tsunami that was washing all over me every single day. That self-doubt, here I am stuttering already, like a minute into the episode, um, It felt like each and every day, not only these like societal expectations, but my internalized expectations of myself were really holding me back from being the best version of myself I can be. Me and my best friend um, joke around all the time that we wish we had the self-assurance of an average white male. Um, And I think, (laughs) I think that that is like such a truth. It, what if, what if we, as a society of amazing, brilliant, educated, empowered, entrepreneurial women felt as confident in ourselves as men did. How amazing would that be? How revolutionary would that be? I, it took a lot of um, trial and error and um, seeing that I was capable of doing it. I had to see some of the results in, in action to believe that I could do things. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over each of the limiting beliefs that I get in my DMs each and every day and kind of walk you through them. I'm hoping that in this episode you'll feel so seen and one of these limiting beliefs you'll be holding as truths and you can just let it go. You can let it um, be someone else's limiting beliefs. It doesn't have to be something that you own as your truth anymore. The first is that it's saturated whether it be social media or if you're a reseller, like certain um, apps, certain platforms that you're selling on are just oversaturated and there's no room for you. This is something that I get each and every day, um, especially when it comes to starting an Instagram account. I will say, well, or I will get told, uh, there are so many other business Instagram accounts or there's so many other reseller Instagram accounts how am I going to get noticed how am I going to get um away from like what everyone else is doing how am I going to get seen and noticed and really yeah stand stand apart from the crowd and it's amazing to me when I hear this because uh Instagram's on the rise the selling platforms that I get talked about that these questions are about are on the rise too like yes there are more people creating it and uh utilizing it but there's more people 
taking in the content too. There are more users and not just more creatives. Uh, and and no matter what, no matter how saturated a space is, I'm a firm believer that if you find authenticity and you're able to have that authenticity have a voice, if you're able to show who you truly are through pictures, video, text, anything that you are you already just by being you are going to stand out like there's nothing else that's really needed it's and it's easier said than done being authentic a lot of people feel that authenticity is a word that's overused and I think that um maybe it is overused but I feel that it is so important that it should be talked about all the time I think that we don't look deep enough into the word and we don't really look deep enough in what it means to us because that is lifelong. I'm always working on it. I feel like I'm hitting a stride where I do present in a really authentic way, but it definitely is a muscle that I have to keep on working out and keep on returning to it. Every time I create a piece of whatever it may be, a podcast episode or a post or um, whatever it may be, I look back on it and I read it over and I think, did this really reflect me? Did this reflect the business? Was this really coming from a genuine place or was this something else? Was this trying to mask itself as something else? Um, That's such a powerful one. So my answer to, is it too saturated already? Is that if you're trying to emulate someone else and you're trying to walk in someone else's shoes, there are already other people doing that, then yes, it is too saturated. But if you're going to do your thing, if you're going to stand out from the crowd, speak from your heart, um, and dance to the beat of your own drum, there is always space for you. There is always space for you. It's not too saturated, not at all. And I think that that example is um, supported by some of these people that started their Instagram accounts and have like skyrocketed overnight. Um, they, they didn't start years and years ago. They just started now. So if they can do it, um, it's because they tapped into something that we also have the ability to tap into as well. It's just finding that. And I think that that thing is authenticity. The second one is everyone has more resources than me. This is one that I hear time and time again, especially when we're talking about privilege and accessibility. Um, the truth is yes, probably. Um, yes and no. Let, let me let me break it down. Um, one thing that I get told a lot when people look at my business is, wow, you must have had so much money. Um, you must have had a background, whatever it may be. And they're shocked when they find out that I started my business with $40 and no background knowledge in business. It was all self-taught. I think that... Um, we are very privileged. Like I, I do want to acknowledge the the topic of privilege very quickly and say that if you're listening to this, you already have um, access to a lot, right? You have, you're listening to this maybe on a computer or a phone or some sort of, even if you borrowed it, you have ac- maybe not full on access to it, but some sort of limited access, like that's already a privilege, right? So I'm not talking about or... um 
yeah, I'm not talking about people that truly, truly don't have. I'm talking to the people that have and just don't realize how much they have, right? I think that all of us are in that place where um, we think that success stories happen because of access to privilege and resources and forget that um, there's other things happening behind the scenes. So for me, for example, I didn't have access to all this money when I started. I had access to $40. So I used it strategically. And what I spent a lot of my time doing was research. And now with internet and Google and all these things at our fingertips, um, if you have the willpower and you can carve out the time, and if you haven't listened to my previous episode, episode number 11 about time management, you realize that you have more time than you think. A lot of us always feel pressed for time and money. Those are the two things that I hear all the time. I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. And I think that while the money one is a little more challenging, um, there does need to be some moves. The time one is something you can change today. You could watch one episode less. Or you could wake up one hour earlier. Um, you could, you know, there's so many different ways of carving out time. And with that time, you can invest it in research. And if you have determination, research, um, dedication to research, and you're I don't know, you have this um, resourceful nature, you'll be able to create as much as anyone else with fewer resources. Um, that, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of the truth that I've realized with my journey. And the speed might be differently, um, might be differently, might be different. If I started my business with half a million dollars, I would probably be somewhere uh, further along my future, uh, way faster. Yes, it's taken me a lot of time to to grow, but it hasn't stopped me from growing, right? I've just, it's been self-taught. I haven't been able to buy courses on courses on courses or, you know, degrees in, in this, but th- there's power to um, being self-taught and the amount of work that it takes to pull yourself up by your bootstraps um, and, and be resourceful, I feel like is such, um, a more sustainable fuel than just like skyrocketing overnight and just like using, um, shortcuts and, um, just having everything fall into your lap. Like they're working hard for it is kind of a gift. I'm realizing more and more. And of course, again, going back to privilege, I'm not speaking to people that are, um, in, really dire circumstances here like that's a completely different story um you know completely different answer to that question I'm talking to what I'm assuming are are people that that have right on some extent the next is I should be good at this already or I should be good at this from the beginning um here's a moment of truth. Here's a moment where I'm going to have to be humble and come out and say, this was one of my really, really strong limiting beliefs. I felt like I should be good at these things by now. And it actually took having a kid and watching her grow and evolve and learn to teach me this lesson. I always, I always say this example back because this was one of the limiting beliefs I literally receive in my inbox each and every day and I always say the same story backwards which is imagine if my daughter Ina started walking had her first step and realized like oh I should be good at this already I'm not gonna even try 
she would still be crawling. Like she would not be walking. She would not, that would not be something that is a reality in her life. Um, The amount of grace that it takes to be patient with ourselves as we're learning and growing is the hard part. Saying that I should be good at this and giving up is the easy route and actually like cultivating that stamina and patience is the tricky part and I found that the more that uh, I work on that no matter what it is, right? No matter if it's figuring out coding or building a website or doing whatever it may be, it doesn't even have to be directly connected, what I'm really working on is not so much the task, even though that's the outcome. What I'm working on is the journey and the process and the patience. And that it's worth its weight in gold. It's so valuable because then you can really put it towards other things outside of your business. You can put that towards like respectful, clear communication with your parents or um, how you speak to your children or how you act with your children. If you show yourself more grace and more patience, you'll extend it to other people, even someone, you know, the cashier at the grocery store. Um, And you don't know the opportunities and just the changes that you'll make in other people's life, not only your own. So I think that um, that limiting belief is a really common one. I should be good at everything from the beginning, or I should be good at this already. It's an easy one to go to. It's an easy way out. I, uh, I fell for it too, but changing it around has been one of the most empowering things of my adult life. The next one is, I need to know everything to help others. When I started Color Resale, I had no intention of helping other people start businesses and resell. I just didn't, that, that's not where my mind went to. I thought that I was going to be starting a business to help me and my family, and that was the end of it. But what I walked into was this thriving Poshmark community of people that were helping everyone out, being such an advocate, being such cheerleaders for one another, and it inspired me to do the same. And what I realized very quickly in that journey was that I didn't have to be the expert. I didn't have to be the one with a six-figure, seven-figure business to help other people because no matter where you are on your path there is someone one step behind you that could benefit from just that one step like just that little bit uh, that little percent that you have um, on them is gonna help and sometimes Um, It doesn't even have to be the step in front. Sometimes you're next to that person, but you're just doing it differently. And that has value in it as well. I love talking to um, other entrepreneurial mamas about how they balance the two. And I found that no matter what stage in life they're at, no matter how old their child is, no matter what kind of business, like there are uh, nuggets of wisdom that can be passed on and I find that the people who are most successful who are most interesting who are most uh, balanced are the people who will search for that nugget no matter who they talk to so um, seeing that other people hold value but also seeing that you hold value at every single stage and then having the grace to share that value with other people oof Oof, I love that. I love that. So no, you don't need to know everything to help others. Knowing what you're good at, knowing your magic, and knowing that you're caring enough to help others is such a beautiful strength. I hope that um, needing to know everything doesn't 
hold you back from serving others and helping others and being an asset. Last but not let, oh my goodness. Oh my God, just like really slurring over my words. I didn't even make a, I usually drink a little sangria when I record these podcasts. Today I didn't even, and here I am talking all crazy. Okay, last one. And this is the one that kills me. This is the one that breaks my heart because this is the one that is the hardest to change in my experience, which is I failed and I will repeat the past. Oof, it breaks my heart because there is this sincerity to it and this um, weight of the past that you're carrying with you that is so hard to lift up, right? I think back, I was just talking to my mama about this, about how in middle school, my English teacher, who I loved so dearly, um, told me that I was very creative, but I just wasn't a good writer. And to have someone that I admired so much tell me that I wasn't good at writing, um, I could have heard from a million other people that I was good at writing, which did not happen. Um, But I would still have believed that as my truth. So in my mind, I failed at writing. Little did I know, little did middle school Coco know that later on in life, I would have a business where one of the really, the main pillars of my business would be communication through writing, that I would actually be a good writer. And the other day, I actually got uh, a DM, which was just like, it made me a little teary-eyed. I was just, I know that I can present beautiful imagery. I know I'm creative. I know that um, if me and you met at a coffee shop, we could kiki all day and have a great time. I'm a good communicator in person. But this person wrote me and they said, I follow you on Instagram. I'm not a reseller. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a parent. I'm not any of these things that I present myself as. They said, I just like your writing. Like I, I, I read your posts just because I like the way that you write. Oh my goodness, what? It made me have to completely change my inner narrative. Now I wasn't this person who was bad at writing and had to um, hold that crutch and just and live my life that way. Now I could be a great writer, you know, or I think um, to my best, my best friend, my best friend, (laughs) I think to my best friend, um, she always tells me how sporty she thinks I am, like how fit and athletic she thinks I am. I grew up being the last one to get picked on every single team. I, um, my sport of choice growing up was paddling. I grew up in Hawaii and it was a canoe, getting on a canoe and paddling. I chose that because I just didn't want anything to do with like running or like throwing or catching or hitting balls. Like no thank you. So to have this person who knows me so well and I feel so seen by tell me that she thinks I'm athletic and sporty revolutionized the way that I think about things. Or I remember my husband telling me that um, I remember singing karaoke in the car one time with him and he just stopped and said, you have such a beautiful voice. And I laughed at him really hard because I thought he was joking with me until I saw the sincerity in his eyes and it just transformed. So all of this to say, yes, you can have failed in the past. I know I had. That teacher who told me I was bad at writing told me I was bad at writing because I wrote a bad essay. I mean, I, I'd done it. 
it, that's my truth. I've failed at writing in the past. Um, not thinking I was athletic, like not getting picked on the team was because I wasn't performing well. Like I just wasn't, that just, it, it happened. I, I failed a few times and that was that. Um, singing, oh, I've had some really cringy, <laughs> cringy karaoke moments that merited uh, people telling me that I wasn't good at singing. But here's, here is the truth. Here is one thing I know that is true in this world. The thing that I know is that that doesn't have to be your truth forever, right? That bad essay was a bad essay, right? That doesn't mean that I'm now a bad writer or, you know, um, screaming and running away from the ball at dodgeball doesn't mean that I'm a bad athlete. It means I didn't want to get hit in the face with a ball that day, (laughs) you know? And so whatever truths you or whatever history, whatever past experience, let me try to say this right, whatever past experience you're holding as truths, I, I encourage you to release them. I encourage you to hold them maybe as truths in the past, but not truths right now. You have so much more say in what you're able to do and um, telling yourself that you're bad at business because you failed at a business in your early 20s or whatever, even last week. Learn from it. Grow from it. And um, the way that we speak about ourselves and to ourselves has so much power. So if there's a way that you can change it, the way that you retell the story or you can say, you know, the way I do, I didn't want to get hit in the ball with or I didn't want to get hit in the face with a ball that day. But that doesn't mean that like I'm bad at it now. Like I, I bet I would be amazing at dodgeball now. I don't know if that's true. I haven't played dodgeball. <laughs> I haven't played dodgeball in so long. I don't know if that's true. But I'm not gonna say I'm bad at it just because that's been the past. Like I, I refuse to let that be the way that I move through life anymore. I hope that this episode really got you looking at the limiting beliefs that you have ingrained. Uh, this will take time to rebuild. This will take uh, a lot of conversations with yourself and maybe some other people as well. If you see therapists, maybe this is a really high quality topic to dive deeper with. Um, If you're someone like me and loves to chit chat about really deep things like this with your best friend or your mom or your husband, maybe this is a great topic to dive deeper into. Um, I recommend you do it though because it's freeing and how wonderful is it to have this idea that you can reinvent yourself and uh, become the person that you want to be and that you don't have to be anchored into the past or maybe things that aren't even the truth. Some people just say things just to say things and don't realize that that's going to stick with you forever. Um, If we haven't connected on Instagram, I would love to talk to you about this more. I check my DMs. I love chatting with all of you. Um, And if you want to take a screenshot of this episode and post it over to Instagram stories and tag me in it, that would be the biggest treat. That would seriously, every time I see it, I do a little happy dance. It makes me so, so, so giddy. Um, I hope that you and your loved ones are doing well. I know so much is going on in the world right now. So I hope that you're connecting and supporting and really showing each other a lot of support and grace. And I appreciate you spending your valuable time with me and I'll see you soon. Mwah.